0: Hi, I'm Judy here, Masachet Edyo, Per Gimel Mishleth, dedicated towards merit for a foolish for Tovah and Maryam and Bat and Mendel. Lest one have thought from the prior Mishnah that Rabban Gamliel and his family were always being strict, the next Mishnah comes and gives us three things in which they actually ruled leniently, although the sages disagreed and we followed the Chachamim, so whereas in the last one he was stringent and we were lenient, in this one he's lenient and the Halacha is stringent. So be it. Here are three things that he said that were lenient. One is allowed to sweep it between beds. Now, this is not beds like you and me sleeping beds and sweeping between the beds I and mean, sweeping between beds is a lovely thing to do. Highly recommend that everybody go and sleep between their beds, at least every so often. These were the couches that they used to lean on to um, and lie down to eat. Imagine those like movies you see of like Romans kind of, you know, leaning on one arm and grape leaves and and fans, you know, being fanned while they ate. So that's the way they used to eat in Mishnah times, which were in fact Roman times. And, so they were on dirt floors. The concern is as follows: On Yom Tov or you know Pesach on Shabbos, if uh, if one is uh, is eating, so there are going to be crumbs that fall down and bits of food, and if you leave them there, it's gross. So he said you're allowed to sweep it up to make it nice. What's the concern? If there are holes, you know ditches, little you know th- indentations in the ground, and you sweep a dirt floor, you're going to fill in those ditches, which is a malacha on Shabbat and Yom Tov. You're not allowed to fill in ditches. So the concern is that you're going to sweep and fill those in. said, "Well, look, it's only a small area and." Since we generally suit there every day because people eat, there aren't really likely to be any ditches. Don't worry about it. You're, there's nothing to fill in. The Chachamim say, no, like, it's a problem. Sometimes there are holes there. Somebody was wearing high heels as they sat down, whatever it is. They made an indentation. You're going to fill that in. The second is, are you allowed to burn? incense or really better put incense onto like coals to make the room smell nice during meals on Yom Tov. Rabbi Gamaliel says you're allowed basically most of the rules of Shabbat apply to Yom Tov, but there are some exceptions. One of them is to make food and it has to be something that like everybody appreciates. So it's food that everyone appreciates. Rabbi Gamaliel says scent is like food. And it's a wonderful thing. It'll make your whole meal really nice when the room is scented. The Chachamim disagree and say, no, not everybody appreciates scent the same way. And as a result, uh, you're going to end up, uh, you're burning something that's not, it's not for food. It's for smell. And not everybody appreciates it the same way, so it's not actually permitted. Third, Osim Gidim Akulas B'leli P'sachim V'Chachamim Osir. Um, Rabbi Leo held that even though we are post-having uh, post the temple, um, in the temple times, so in the Beta you would go on Erev Pesach and bring your lamb or goat and, uh, and roast it, and it will get it shafted there, and then roast it, and, uh, it would be eaten at the Korban Pesach, at the Pesach sacrifice as part of the Seder meal, as an important part of the meal. Ever since the Beit HaMikdash, the general practice is not to do that, because you, someone shouldn't think, oh wow, they're making a Korban Pesach, a Pesach sacrifice, when we don't have the temple today, we don't do that. And so, um, and so Rabbi Gamliel maintained that you are allowed to do that on Pesach night, at least as a memory. Like you'll do it and you'll eat it, and people say, "Oh, this is what we used to do in the times of the Beit Hamikdash." Granted, it wasn't properly slaughtered in the Beit Hamikdash. Granted, it's not really a Pesach sacrifice, but still, it's like a good way to teach the children and keep this going for the generations. Chachamim Ostrum in all three cases: the first two for reasons we mentioned, and Rebbe Gamliel on this last one. I said the Chachamim on this last one for the uh, the goat to the lamb because of the reason I'm saying right now, which is that no people are going to think that you're bringing a Korban Pesach, and you're really not allowed to do that, and you're really not doing that, and so uh, so we shouldn't do such a thing today. In fact, at least most Ashkenazim have a practice not to eat lamb at the Seder for this reason. Nobody should think that we're giving a Korban Pesach when we're really not, we don't have the temple nowadays. And so the, the Chachamim disagree with Rabban Leal's three leniencies, and that is how we hold is like the Chachamim.